Welcome to podcast number 49. Yes, it's been a while since everyone's got a new podcast. And uh, I thank everybody for, for writing in going, hey, where the hell's my podcast? Well, you know what? It's been a busy year. Uh, here it is mid-December and I'm finally getting a chance to get, uh, to get caught up. So uh, I do appreciate everybody taking the time to write in. And this podcast, um, it, it, this one was not necessarily on my uh, most requested one, but there's things from all the things that have been requested that um, have, have sort of made this podcast happen. And also, as I went over sort of my end of year, um, end of year notes, uh, the things that I looked at with writers, the things that I worked on almost the most with everyone, um, this ended up being one of the biggest things that, uh, that we worked on. And so this is, this is why I wanted to bring this topic out. And this topic is, it's foot placement, but really what it's about is, is core engagement. And I have a lot of people that ask me, hey, what should, you know, where should I put my feet? How should my feet look? Um, you know, where, where should they be on the foot peg? So on and so forth. Well, yeah, we, we need to have our feet in the right place at the right time. You know, so so we can support ourselves on the bike, but there's also quite a bit more to it on where the foot should be, how the foot should be engaged. And when I say foot engaged, what it means is is ultimately turning on your core and getting your core engaged as well. So that's why um, this one is foot placement, but really what it is is it's it's core engagement. And it's something that uh, again is probably probably top four or five things that we end up working on uh, during the Rick coaching days. Uh, is is our feet uh, and how and uh, how they get engaged? Why is the foot placement important? Really, the foot placement is important because it's it sets the stage for all the ergonomics on the motorcycle, right? So it's funny we see a lot of people get on the bike and they, they get on the bike and they want to adjust their handlebars. Well, they would, you know it's just like if everybody's been a competitive cyclist, when you get a bike fit, well your handlebars come last. Right, because we want to, we we want to get our our foundation supported, right? Our legs and how we use our legs and balls of our feet and all that stuff. How we get that going first, then then we work on the handlebar placement. Handlebars placement is pretty much last. So the foot placement is what allows the rest of our foundation to come into play. The biggest issue that I saw riders have is not being able to unweight their hands at turn in, and then of course the bike doesn't turn. There's the feedback is goofy. And they ended, up, they ended up just smoking their smoking their upper body and smoking their arms way before their legs and it tires them out and their eyes go and then they, so on and so forth. So let's, let's take a look at what proper foot placement really means. And what proper foot placement means is, okay, so, so where should the feet be? And it all starts with how you sit on the seat initially. And what I like to do, and this, the, what this will do is this actually helps people of different sizes on different bikes have some sort of process or report card of where they should be sitting on the bike. And we want somebody to be back off the gas tank enough for their chest to be able to clear and then for them to be on with their hands. If you scoot all the way up against the gas tank, it's actually very difficult to unweight your hands because you're too far forward. Now, Let's look at MotoGP. Let's look at you know a World Superbike, even Moto America. We have a lot of custom ergonomics on those motorcycles, and again, the whole idea is what they're trying to do is being able to have their their outside thigh, their inside foot support them as they hang off the bike. So, 
if you're of the size or your bike is has the ergonomics to where you know that's what works for you, works for you and your body shape and your bike if you're all the way up against a tank because whatever you've got a custom tank or you've got an extension whatever great all i'm trying to do is get you in that position and i can tell you 97 percent of the time with stock motorcycles with our normal ergonomics uh, that we come you know that we have available to us most of us are sitting too close to the gas tank that's all there is to it so we need to be back off i like to take if we're if we're let's say we're hanging off to the left um, i want to take my right thigh as i get a hang off and the report card is am i about oh it's middle of the thigh maybe slightly before the middle of the thigh where that engages into the gas tank that is a good four and a half position for me so then from there I can figure out where my feet want to be. You'd be you'd be surprised at how many people run their foot pegs way too high and don't have enough leverage. I, I'm going to run my foot pegs almost as low as I can get them, so I have more leverage, more comfort. I don't get tired out. If I start running into ground clearance issues, there's there's other there potentially could be other issues going on. But I I'd, I'd rather have my foot pegs a little bit lower rather than a little bit higher. Uh, that way, I can get the leverage that I need. Scott Russell was a great, a great way to look at this. You know, he really wanted his feet below him and he wanted to be able to use his feet to help turn the bike and help support himself. So Scott spent a lot of time uh, making sure his foot pegs were in the right place. Handlebars, he almost didn't care about. He wanted his feet in the right spot. And so he spent a lot of time getting his, his foot placement correct. What we're looking for is... I, I like to, to have my inside foot, and I, I like to say I want to turn it at about a 45-degree angle. And that's really on corner entries. You sit up on the brakes, foot's at about a 45-degree angle, because that an allows your knee to come out. If, you're, if your foot ends up being more at uh, a 90-degree angle to the foot peg, well, it's very difficult to get your knee out. And if it's past that, it's actually very difficult to, to put weight on the peg. So I like about a 45-degree angle. Yeah, that's, that's a reference. That's not necessarily an absolute. But, but the real trick is how our heel is, how our foot is engaged, our heels engaged. When I watch riders and their feet are very flat, meaning that their heel is, is, is low, I know their core is not engaged. And again, you know, MotoGP, you can look at, you know, their foot might be on the inside of the peg because they run so much lean angle. Watch them. Almost all of their feet are at probably a 35 to 45 degree um, angle. And regardless where on the, they're on the peg, they're on the ball of their foot, but their heel is up. Their heel is up because that is what gets your core engaged. As soon as your foot goes flat, guess what? All the weight's gonna go on your arm. So we wanna, we wanna think about being more in an athletic position. Think about it this way, a catcher behind home plate. Right? He's not going to sit there flat-footed as the pitch comes. No, he's on the balls of his feet, engaged and, and ready. And what we'll find is that people that have their heels up, well, guess what? And you can, you can stand up and do this as you're listening to this free podcast. As you stand up, stand up, heels up, you'll find suddenly your quads are engaged, your abductors are engaged, and your core muscles, you know, your core muscles <clears throat> get engaged. Well, what that does is gives you a direct correlation between um, your upper body inputs and the foot peg because there's there's no there's no lag there. 
if your foot is flat, right, there's no direct connection to the foot peg forget the, to get the, your mass to turn the bike. So we want that heel up. I'll give you a couple examples of this, of what a big deal this ended up being. 2017, uh, a lot of the riders that I work with in Moto America, um, I was very blessed. We had 59, 5'9", 59 Moto America podiums this year with the riders I work with. And two of these riders, one of the top three things that they're working on was having they're working on their inside foot. Both of these riders, in between both of these riders, they probably had, I don't know, 15 or 20 Moto America podiums. Getting their foot engaged, the first times that they did it, it took them up to half a day to relearn turn-in points because the bike turns so more efficiently. There was no, suddenly there was no lag. And also there was no weight on the inside arm or less weight on the inside arm, so the bike turned more efficiently. So getting that heel up is what gets it in, is what gets the core engaged. So this has to happen really at turn in. So as you sit up on the brakes and then you go to turn in, that heel is up. It's going to be very difficult for you to be able to find that or to be able to get that in the middle of the corner. Because once your body's already over, it's very difficult to be able to make that happen. So getting that heel up, getting it engaged, the report cards for me, um, when I do it, is as soon as I do it, I can literally, as soon as I release the brakes, I can literally take my hands off the handlebars. I don't necessarily do that, but that's sort of the report card I want is that nice light feeling about, feeling with that. So you, you can try it. Get in, a, get in a corner, long radius corner, flex your heel up, watch what happens weight on your bars, relax your inside foot, watch where all the weight goes. It's, it's pretty much that simple. So, all right, you guys got that figured out. Easy, easy thing to, to, to mess with. Start doing some exercises to make this happen. Again, these are some of the things that I work on a lot in yoga, which is I do a lot of um, basically ankle exercises, right? Just standing on my toes. Can you stand on your tiptoes for one minute? I can't. I'm almost there, right? I started up with my heels up and then my feet up more and more and more. And now I'm almost there but it's taken me a couple of years to even be able to do that. So doing some ankle flexing and, and what you're looking for rather than the strength, that's for the gym people, is endurance, right? I'd rather have the endurance. And with that also goes the balance. So that's something that you can do. You can also sit in your bike in the garage on a stand and get in that position and, and work on it, right? This is part, this is part of... Um, not all riding training happens, on, happens out on the track at speed. This is stuff that you can do in your garage. I mean, this is one of those things that you could, you could literally spend you know, a minute a day doing, minute on the left and minute on the right, and pretty soon you'd start having some good endurance doing this. So foot placement equals core engagement. And you'll find how much more efficiently your bike turns, how less tired you're going to get, how it takes weight off that inside arm. So. Foot placement, that's a nice little off-season uh, goal for everybody to mess with. Copyright 2017, Ken Hill Coaching, All Rights Reserved.